Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Hey guys, so welcome back to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. Wow, it feels so great to be back. Um, you know, I decided to take, for those who, I mean, a lot of you may know this already, but some may not. I decided to take um, some time off of everything social media. Um, and in part to doing that, I realized that um, another step, another powerful step was to also kind of hit pause on everything, including the podcast and just kind of get back to center. You know, I think it's so easy to um, forget. It's so easy to kind of lose sight of the things and perspectives and um, blessings and things to be of, of to be grateful for within your life. And sometimes I find that it's the most powerful thing I can do is just kind of almost like drowned out, like drone out, um, kind of expand up and really look at what I'm having or what I'm holding. Um, so it was great. It was a great opportunity for me to just kind of disconnect, um, get back with just being with myself, with my thoughts, get back to developing a healthy practice. Um, a lot of the routines that I know that give me life, that give me peace. You know, they were starting, I was starting to miss out on a lot of them. Um, a lot of those healthy habits that I always try to um, encourage clients to maintain and stay consistent with, I was starting to um, lose sight of some of those things and I was uh, I was making a couple missteps. So nonetheless, I just felt so, for some reason, I just had a call in that just said, you know, Fah, maybe just take a step back. Maybe take a step back and, you know, in my line of work, you know, social media and any time that you can put yourself in a position to amplify your message or your voice is, is a powerful thing, right? Because it's one of the ways um, people really get a chance to grow and connect with you. And and if you're if you're driving forces impact on the world like like mine is, then what begins to happen is you put a lot of emphasis and a lot of energy and a lot of intention into um, the ways in which you can do that. And whether it be on podcasts, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be on Twitter. I'm not really a big Facebook guy, but whether it be on YouTube. So, you know, you're going to find that you're going to constantly not only use these as resources to potentially um, be able to impact people who are outside of your community and around the world and are also um, struggling with the uh, struggling, not struggling, but growing through um, the experience of being human. Um, the experience of life, um, who, for whatever reason, connect to your message, your voice, what you have to say and what you have to share and what you're all about. And, you know, what I started realizing is that, you know, yeah, you know, you're going to use those vehicles to um, to really amplify your message, which is a very beautiful and powerful thing. But in but in the meantime, in between time, 
if you're not mindful, a lot of the people who are expanders and people who inspire you, um, we all have those people in our lives that are expanders and inspirers for us. And I think social media has a really powerful way of introducing us to some of those people as well and giving us more behind the scenes. I, I know for me, um, for those who have communicated in the past that um, have taken some, some kind of inspiration from my message, I know I use social media a lot to kind of give you more of a behind the scenes into my thought process and and to make you feel more um, connected to my authenticity and, and, and vulnerability and, and to, to have more access. And I think that happens um, around the world for a lot of people. I know for me personally, you know, there's expanders and, and, and people who inspire me that I look to. And, you know, social media is one of those ways, podcasts, one of those ways that allows me to get more of an in-depth look into who that person is, what their process is all about. And more times than not, it really serves as a, a powerful opportunity for me to connect with whatever it is that they're sharing. And I find that, you know, I began to kind of look look forward to it more and more. But something slowly but surely began to happen. And, and I think this is so important to kind of connect to. And, and I say this often is that a lot of times what you have to be mindful of in the process of connecting to um, people who inspire you is that a lot of times inspiration comes on the hills of comparison. Inspiration comes on the hills of compare comparison. And what you begin to do without giving much thought to it, what you end up beginning to do subconsciously is start comparing the parallels track of your life to whoever it is that is an influencer for you or um, someone that's an expander for you. Or at least that's what I did. Subconsciously, you subconsciously you just start seeing and noticing certain aspects of their lives and you automatically equate them to where they are in their journey, where you are in your journey, what you have, what you don't have, where you're, you know, where you're speaking, where you're not speaking, what are certain things that you've already accomplished, what have they accomplished at this point. So you just subconsciously, you just start creating this um, comparison game, this comparison story. And if you're not mindful about the practices um, that you have at home or the practices that you make a part of your life, you can slowly but surely um, slip into this comparison um, chaos. And when you when you fall when you fall victim to this um, unhealthy pattern of comparing yourself to those who are influencers and expanders for yourself, people around the world, what you begin to do, at least in my experience, um, you start. I don't know, you start overlooking the blessings that you have right in front of you. You start skipping past the life that you have right in front of you. You get so fixated on what's next, what's new, what you're growing towards that you forget to be present and live in the experience that you have called life. You forget to be fully dialed into the conversations that you have in front of you. You forget to show up 100, 1,000% for the community that you have in front of you. You forget to allow this moment to be as magical and as powerful as it can be instead of always projecting and looking forward to the next. So what I started realizing is that I was making that I was making that same mistake. And I and I wasn't doing it intentionally, like and that's the thing about how the mind works, how the subconscious mind works, is that a lot of times it's not something that you're doing um, intentionally or consciously. It it, it begins 
to kind of drift and begins to happen. And what I found is that when I looked up, I was like, oh, wow, I, I now have an unhealthy pattern here. Amongst other things, you know, as I, I noticed that I was, as I started shifting away from my practices, I started feeling myself become more triggered by what was going on in the world and what people were saying and sharing. And I just didn't like the way it was, I didn't like the way I was arriving. So I made a commitment after that. I said, you know, I'm just gonna take a breather for about a week. I've never really disconnected from social media. And I said, you know, I'm gonna take a break from a week or for a week. And as I had the week, I said, you know what? This feels kind of good. I wonder how long I can take this, how long I can do this. And then slowly but surely, you know, like anything else, I said, okay, I have to make a commitment. What am I gonna commit? What am I gonna challenge myself to do? A week already felt very challenging. So how else can I use this as an opportunity for me to um, really, really challenge myself and show some real deep, um, deep level um, perseverance um, and growth? So I said, you know what, I'm going to do it for several months. And I officially logged off of everything June 30th. So you have June 30th, July, August. We're going on September right now. So it's been, you know, it's, it's been a mindful practice. And I've, here, so here's, here's my takeaway. I definitely feel like I'm in a better space. I definitely feel like not being constantly stimulated or constantly feeling as if I need to pick up my phone and check on things and likes and comments and stuff like that. And whether the video I just recorded uploaded correctly or what people are saying on my coaching platform. And like, I definitely feel like I've gained a lot of value back in my life more time than anything else like I would always try to I would always try to create time for the things that I want to create content wise in between my appointments so I was always going from one thing to the next to the next to the next and you really don't realize the impact of that until you kind of just take a step back and you pause on some of those things and you start finding some of those those moments of stillness throughout your day that you might have uh gold a long time ago so that so that definitely was a powerful game um my wife says she feels as if my energy is lighter around the house so i guess that's a good thing um she said that it was something that she noticed um again i try to do a really good job at not allowing myself to be um moved mentally or emotionally by uh content or shares i'm very intentional about any follows that i have so one would think, at least one would think naturally that oftentimes my energy and my mindset is pretty consistent for the most part because I am being so intentional about um, who I'm getting, um, who I'm digesting energetically and, and informational, informationally and all that. But my wife said she felt a difference. So that's a cool thing, right? Um, I imagine if she felt it, perhaps my, my children felt it, right? I think having more time and being able to be still, I've been able to explore more ways to pour more intent, more value into the work that I'm doing, right? Instead of, um, I've been able to kind of tap more into creativity, right? The work that I'm doing and on the professional level, you know, how can I make that more of an enriching experience? I think um, there was a lot of growth that's come in this time away from all the platforms that 
can only be gifted from finding stillness. A lot of time when you're still, that's when you're your most creative. So, you know, since taking a break, it's allowed me an opportunity to kind of go back to being creative and playful and and really just think about different ways to engage with professional athletes. And that's been um, something that, uh, uh, something of value. And even on the collegiate level, you know, a lot of the work that I do at the University of Miami, you know, being able to, you know, throughout this hiatus or throughout this break, I've um, started a new season at the university and I feel so blessed and fortunate um, to be given this opportunity to be a part of what Coach Barnes has uh, put together with um, her and her team. And, you know, you get excited about your involvement because it's at the end of the day, it's all about enriching a human experience, human beings, even collegiate athletes. We struggle with the same things, the beliefs, the thoughts, the inner dialogue, how we how we deal with stress, anxiety. How do we keep engaged and stay present in the moment? Right. How do we manage those emotions when they show up? How do we meet momentum shifts and swings? How do we utilize the impact of intention? How do we solidify a mission, a collective mission? How do we use that as um, a call to action? How do we create a philosophy, um, coaches philosophy? How do we create that and combine that um, with scientific um, psychology um, patterns and, and, and imagery and communication and be able to do that in a way that falls in line with what her um, what her message to her team is all about. So it's, you know, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. And, you know, I, I realized I, I had a conversation with someone, and I know I'm rambling on. I had a conversation with someone and, and um, a friend of mine, and she said, you know, what you want to always do is you want to look and see where the commonalities of all the things that you're doing. What's the tie-in? What's the connection? and all the things that you're doing. And we started going through the list, right? Okay, professional level here and collegiate level here. And, you know, I have an opportunity that's coming up now and I'll, I'll, I'll share with you guys as soon as it gets solidified, but there's an option there and the work that you're doing with your clients in the private practice and, you know, what you're doing with Breathe Life and how you're pouring that into community. And, you know, what I realized is that it's all about, it's all about enriching the human experience and allowing myself to be used as a vessel for people to really explore and connect with the upper echelon of their potential here during their time here on earth. I believe we all have so much untapped potential. And I think a, <clears throat> I think a lot of that potential or the fact that we don't access it has more to do with our belief systems, the things that we pick up along the way, the things that we attach to being a part of our identity along, along the way, the fears that we have, the judgment that we have, those inner battles, those inner dialogues. And I think in a lot of ways, they prevent us from actually living our bravest and being truly who the universe designed us, God designed us to be. Whether that's a professional athlete, whether that's a CEO, whether that's a stay at home, whether it doesn't matter. I believe we were all beautifully, powerfully, uniquely created to do some dope shit. And I feel like more times than not, you know, we lose ourselves along the way in the journey. We lose ourselves along the way. And I think the journey itself is a unifying collective experience. And I find that where I'm at in life, what's becoming 
more clear to me is that I, I truly believe that my purpose on this earth has a lot to do with pouring into, not only pouring into people, but helping people psychologically remove those barriers and, bound, and, and, and blinders that truly inhibit a lot of us from living up to that potential. You know, I started, I, I never forget, I started in movement, right? And I said, you know, I wanna be the greatest trainer in the world and strength coach and yoga instructor, and I did that. You know, and I had, I went from owning one studio to another studio and then it said, okay, well, I wanna have a studio in one of the most affluent areas in Miami, I did that. I wanna be able to work with celebrities, I did that. I wanna have work that's published in major fitness magazines. I was blessed to do that. And every step along the way, Every step along the way, something whispered to me. I said, this isn't it. Think bigger, this isn't it. And like I said, without going or becoming um, redundant, I remember going over to Canada for this Lululemon Summit and the speaker looked at me, directly at me in, a, in an audience full of 100 people, ambassadors, and he said, well, if you have a lot of those things, if you accomplish a lot of those things, but yet you still stand in the middle of that gym and you feel like there's more to it, Right? Then maybe this isn't the end of your purpose. Maybe this isn't the apex or the fixed point of your journey. Maybe this is just a, a growth. So as I've, as I've evolved, and I've always had people, primarily my sisters in my life, who always reminded me of my what they found or what they thought my gifts and magic were. And I think it's important to have people in our lives that remind us of that magic that we all have within us because it's so easy to forget. Man, it's so easy to forget. And if you have people in your life that are committed to reminding you of the love that you have, reminding you of those gifts that you have, reminding me, reminding you of how important it is to explore and connect with your life, not to just wake up and just go to work, to come home, to go to bed, to wake up, to go to work, to come home, but really find um, connection and purpose in, in your life and how that's what that's what we all desire to some extent or another and at some point some of us give up we feel as if okay well that's unrealistic expectation right now the prioritization should be in just providing and I can connect to that as well being a father and, and a husband you get thrown in the habit of um, surviving that you forget to go back to your vision boards of what you wanna envision and create space for in your life. You forget to go back to the goals that you have of impact on the world and your community and the society. You forget to um, go back to those dreams, those big dreams, because you're so fixated on making sure that everything stays running, right? And I think, that, I think that's real, that's real life. That's the real, that's the reality of it all. And I don't know if, at least for me, I don't, I kind of feel like sometimes when I look out in the world and I, I'm, a, I'm an avid reader, like I said, I've been that way for years. Four books a month is my going count. And what you end up doing, you, you end up finding yourself on the pages and the hearts and the minds of thousands of people from around the world. Like these authors are really sharing their, their knowledge and their experience and their perspective on things. And as powerful it, as powerful as it is, you begin to realize that we're all the same. We're all going through, we're all saying the same shit, but we're just packaging it differently. And there's a way that we connect to some people in a very powerful way, and some people just aren't our cup of tea. 
but it's never there's no new information under the sun it's all being consumed and digested and regurgitated very differently because they're putting their own flair they're putting their own um they're putting their own um spirit their own purpose their own swag their own delivery they're putting all those elements into that same information so for the person who might not have been able to receive it when tony robbins said it they might not have been able to receive it when oprah said it right now they because it was delivered a certain way to them because it came with um the it came with the packaging that resonated with them that subconsciously triggered their mind to see shared experiences. Oh, I connect with that person because of this. Or the way he sounds reminds me of that. Or the way she sounds, the warmth of her voice reminds me of this person in my life. So whatever reason is packaged in a way that allows it to go a little bit deeper into that subconscious process for that one individual. And that's how impact in in, in life works, right? I think that's how impact of purpose works. It's not about trying to all rush to the same spot in the room, right? I believe we all have a unique ability to be able to connect with our work in our specific way that allows us to resonate to people in a completely different way, even if we're saying the same thing, even if we're coaching the same points. And it's so easy to forget that. And I think what I started realizing is that from the loss of my sister Zakia years ago and then the loss of my sister Leah not too long ago, but years ago, you know, there started to be, uh, there started to be kind of like a cloth, a, kind of like a, a cloth or a layer of darkness or a layer of sadness over all of my experiences in life. And it wasn't something that was so obvious that people can pinpoint or see, but I knew it and I felt it. And I think life trauma experiences has a way of doing that to each and every one of us where there's subtle increments where it may not be the people next to you that take heed or take notice but you know it intrinsically you know that you connect with that you say okay this feels different but i can still put on the same mask and go out here in this world and project the same story project the same energy and what i was finding is that that mass for me was no longer enough. The things that I was now being triggered to was more of a cry out. My life was crying out to me in a way that reminded me that, hey, when you're operating from love, when you're operating from a great and a powerful balance, emotionally, mentally, when you're, when you're operating from that space, these things don't trigger you. When you're operating from that space, you're in complete harmony and in love with the present moment. When you're operating in that space, you carry yourself with a certain presence and gratitude. When you're operating from that space, those practices that you have in place to remind you of the importance of certain things, you're constantly connecting with those things. When you slowly but surely begin to slip into the great abyss of negativity bias or unhealthy patterns and habits and comparisons and anxieties and fears and worries then some of those things that wouldn't ordinarily connect to you begin to connect to you instead of you continually 
continuing to connect to and meditate on the vision of your impact and your purpose in life, you begin to just stress over the moment. You begin to stress over not having enough, not being enough. Fear begins to lead the show as opposed to faith. And I think it, it takes courage for each and every one of us to take that hard look in our lives sometimes and say, okay, well, am I in balance right now? Am I in balance right now? Am I connecting to my life that's happening around me? Am I spending time falling in love with the process of this journey that I'm on right now? Or am I, or am I constantly looking out into the world and seeing what I'm lacking? Am I constantly looking at my life and my relationships with others, my relationship with my work? Am I looking at those experiences and those people around me and I'm constantly looking at their flaws and their inconsistencies and the things that they do that irritate me? Or am I connecting more from a place of gratitude? What about my practices? You know, I, I, I was talking to a, a, a client of mine who was a professional athlete and I told him, I said, you know, a lot of times we feel like not making a decision or being still sometimes or not making a comment or not choosing left or right isn't making a decision, but it is making a decision because whether you know it or not, your mind's making a story or meaning out of that experience. He had an experience show up and he was like, all right, I'm not going to choose a meaning out of this experience. I'm not going to work through the practice that you and I had talked about to kind of be intentional about that meaning. I'm just going to just pause for a second. And what we started to uncover is that even in that pausing, he was still subscribing a meaning to it, which is what we all do. So whether you damn damned if you do, damned if you don't, the meaning is still being supplanted. And especially, you know, we have to take full account of where we are as a society, where we are in, our, in this, you know, just on a human level. You know, the way we experience this world is not one of harmony. It's one of chaos. It's one of selfishness. You know, it's, it's one of pain. It's one of fear. There's one of, you know, every time you go out in this world, you're constantly reminded of what you don't have. You're made to feel as if you're, you're ne you'll never be enough. You don't have enough. Buy this and you'll feel perfect. You know, eat this and you'll, you'll look perfect. You're being reminded of all the things that you're not when you look out into the, into the world of marketing. You turn the news on, all you're doing is seeing the polarizing opposites of this of, of life. You're you're being thrown into the extremes on both levels. Like the, the, the life that we live in, the way we interact with the world that we have, if we don't prepare ourselves to develop the recipes, the tools, the exercises to keep us in balance, to keep us in flow, we can really kind of like lose our way. We can really lose our way. And I've been down that road and constantly playing on the edges and the fringes of that road. And that's why I'm so passionate about doing this work, whether it's working with collegiate, professional, CEO. I'm in the, I'm in the business of human development. I'm in the business of moving all the bullshit out the way so you could be the dopest version of yourself. So anyway, I'm back. I'm happy to be back. I'm not back on Instagram or social media and all that stuff yet. I'm looking to probably start that in the next couple of days. But before I did anything, before I stepped in any direction, I want to start here at home with you. So I'm back if you'll have me back. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the ride.